0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Fort, my podcast as me being Evan DeBoer, your host, who just ate some very dry toast on this kind of boring Saturday morning. Here today, the topic is MSG, a harmless chemical that's in thousands of foods that we eat, got such a distasteful image. Yes, you heard it, MSG. I know you don't care right now, but let me try to change that, Hopefully. <laughs> Yes, this week I'll be talking about MSG, a chemical that's in everything from mango jello to buffalo ranch, and from diet coke to KFC. It's everywhere. (laughs) Today, I'm going to journey into the salty land of rat brains, fake heart attacks, and an entire syndrome about Chinese food. MSG is a chemical that almost took over the world, but then was almost wiped off this world as we know it. Today we'll talk about this and more on Misinformed, a podcast about being given misleading information on things today that really aren't that bad, unless you think about it that way, because you can think what you want. I don't care. Part (laughs) 1. History. Okay, back to MSG, which stands for monosodium glutamate, but don't worry, I won't call it MSG originates from Japan and was a chemical first extracted from multiple types of seaweed by a man called Kakunda Aikida in 1908, and created the fifth flavor, umami, unlike sweet, salty, sour, and bitter, that ended up having a distinctive meaty flavor, because it was similar to protein. MSG is comprised of half sodium and half glutamic acid, and when the sodium dissolves into your mouth, the glutamic acid kind of explodes flavor into your mouth, coating it in umami, which today, like I said, plays a huge role in cooking. Part 2. Continued history. Now, Evan, I still don't really care. What does that have to do with rat brains and stuff in this podcast? Well just wait there, kid. Okay, so MSG was first put into American canned Goods in the 1920s to 30s as a way to cram even more flavor and preservative in this preservativeness, I dunno if that's a word, into a can. And that's how people decided to eat food. By the 1960s to 1970s, it became highly mainstream and was in almost all savory and salty goods, like ready meals, chips, salty snacks, spices, meats, gravies and dressings, soups, fast food, crackers, sodas, and even energy drinks, really everywhere. Now since MSG is from Asia originally, that's where it was first used and most used still today. That's important for later when I talk about Chinese restaurant syndrome. For an example, in my kitchen, which is always pretty empty, in our three major cabinets and drawers and fridge, We had about 32 items with 24 containing MSG or related chemicals in them. That means that my house is a rough estimate of 75% or 3 quarters MSG to total food ratio, which I don't know how that compares to other houses, but I think that's quite a lot and kind of says how mainstream MSG has become. The Chinese Chicken Crisis Part 1 Okay, again, you can count to 32, but where are my rat brains and fake heart attacks? Those are important to me, kid. Okay, that's a weird thing to say, and if you're going to say that, please just click off this podcast. That's a little creepy. But back to MSG. So MSG became more and more mainstream, especially in U.S. Chinese food. More and more people supposedly developed Chinese restaurant syndrome. Now, that is a stupid thing and it's a stupid name i know but it was a serious issue in the 60s the 70s to 80s to 90s even to today many people still don't trust msg in chinese food the thing is that an american a chinese american robert Homan Kwok, sent in a letter to a pretty important health journal in 1968 and stated that without any evidence that he after Chinese food, felt that he had slight heart palpitations, varying degrees of headaches every once in a while, and sometimes whole body soreness. Soon, many people also sent in letters agreeing, and slowly the symptoms turned into permanent brain damage, heart attacks, and even more. Even though Kwok didn't solely blame MSG, he also said that wine and excessive salt could have caused it. MSG sounded like the most likely reason, and primarily racist and anti-Asian xenophobes were jumping all over MSG and the Asians for putting poisons in all our foods that they brought over. Even though nobody had the same symptoms with american food with msg which i'll talk more about in a minute with your rat brains we pause this broadcast to bring you a quick informative message about msg okay i'm not supporting you to consume large amounts of it or ingest it into your body anyway like how these rats have to experience it for the experiments Or anything, okay? I'm not sponsored, so, uh, yeah, it's not an ad. And this next segment is an absolutely true interview with an average American in the 1960s talking about MSG. Trust me. So, Isaac Hansen, do you like food? Yes. Do you like Chinese food? Yes. Why? I don't know. It tastes good. Okay, that's a good reason. Would you like Chinese food if it caused irreversible brain damage and nerve damage? Um, no. Uh, On a different note, are you addicted to Chinese food? No, that's a dumb question. What if I told you that Chinese food is linked with a chemical called MSG that causes brain, nerve, and heart damage, and the Asians are using it to kill us all on the inside and overtake our society? Well, I guess I'll never eat any Chinese food again, because the Asians hate us and want us to have whole body pain even though you have no evidence. (coughs) you suck Okay, I'm really sorry about that. But time for rabbits. So in 1969, scientists famously injected a whole syringe of pure MSG into a rat under its skin instead of through its mouth, unlike most humans I assume should eat it, and the results of scary Asian chemical that we have no proof kills us but we might think, so this really isn't a fair test, versus harmless rat that doesn't have any life ahead of it because we hate rats in the science world. Okay, the rat kind of had its small brain explode massively and form lesions, that means that MSG can kill us and cause permanent brain damage. So we should be worried about it for the next few decades and continue these rumors and really kill MSG, a harmless chemical inside. Yeah, this is very close to what billions of people thought. And even though all rumors have been debunked, it's true that more people care about the accusation than the result. And that's very true for MSG so the question still stands for the outro is msg really safe well i'd say just what the fda says generally yes it isn't shown to cause any major harm to our body that shows and the only partially proven way that msg can cause any pain or discomfort is that it can change the feelings of headaches of people diagnosed with severe migraines and eat abnormally large amounts of msg but i'd say next time you go see mr Harlan sanders and he cooks you up some extra crispy chicken and you drink your diet coke i wouldn't worry besides that you would drink Diet Coke, which don't even get me started on that. Well, I hope you enjoyed this week, and next week the topic is Phil Collins. Yeah, for people who knew me last year with my my slight obsession with Phil Collins, yeah, but seriously, you won't have to testify to hear both sides of the story, and like always, no jacket required. (laughs) If you want to listen to this, again, I'm not stopping you from going back. Like always, hello, I must be going again. Sorry if you understand that. See ya! Congratulations, you made it all the way through here. Some bloopers is your reward. <laughs> I'm dying inside. Hey, Vsauce, Michael here. What is normal? Are you? Do 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 oh. do 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 do, do think think twice. Do. She calls out it's to the man on day the street. street. Sir, can you oh. help me think twice? It's, it's just another day for you.